Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. <laughs> how important is communicating, um, whether it's to yourself or to others? So for me, when I sit in the shit, like I know, you know, and now because I've tuned into it so much, like I know when it's coming. So for me, it's as a personally, it's really important to be alone, to really be alone and really like get grounded and like sit in it. And, and you know what I, what has really helped me a lot. And I know you hear this all the time, Mm. but it's journaling. Yeah. Like what, like, even if you're writing, like, what the hell is going on with me? This yep. sucks. Like, you know, and then just keep writing. Right, right, right. And so you get it out of your head too, because those thoughts just keep circling. If you don't get them out onto paper, onto a recording, whatever, like whatever, into onto art, a drawing, draw a picture that makes, represents how shitty you're feeling. Draw some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but journaling really helped me a lot. And, you know, it would start off with like, I hate my life. Like this sucks. Like I can't believe this is happening to me to, wow, you know, I'm, I'm going to get through this. And, and it almost softened as I wrote, like, it's almost like you're channeling like this beautiful energy to come in and like soothe you yeah. once you start journaling, you know, and then towards the end, figure out some things that you're grateful for, like your kids. And I'm not talking about like, Oh, I'm so thankful for, you know, my house and something that really touches your soul. Like my children are so beautiful. Like I can't, like they're incredible and I love being their mother or their father, you know, and just really things that you're really grateful for, Yeah. you know? So that's, is that what you meant? Yeah. And also <laughs> did that, did, did you see that it blended into your meditation with those, those thoughts? Like, um, Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I didn't want to meditate. Sometimes it was so loud in my head that meditating just made it worse. You know, like you sit there, you know, and when that would happen, I would listen to some really beautiful music that moved me. Um, But it it does flow. Like I meditate, you know, I meditate for seven minutes every morning, you know, and anything can be meditating. You can be dancing and you're in your flow. It's, It's meditating is being in your flow. And, and bringing that joy in, right? It doesn't mean sitting there, um, you know, like <laughs> bringing it like for hours. I mean, if that's what you want to do, great. But yeah. meditation can mean anything, you know? And so it does flow into it, but it's not always what I do. Sometimes I journal. Sometimes I'll draw these dark pictures where it takes out how I'm feeling. Whatever makes you happy, like whatever brings you ease, when you're sitting in the shit, whatever that is for you, go running, go on a walk, you know, be alone with yourself for a while. And then if, if you're with a, your partner, your friends, or there's family, like tell them about it, communicate with them about it. But I think being alone is so important. And a lot of us are afraid to do it. I know I was for a while, you know, it's just sitting in your own silence is scary sometimes. I think it's frightening. But it also, it's the mold in which you get created in, Yeah, you know, because when, as soon as that, that settles and that mold is done, what comes out of there is a new person. 
Yeah. And the person that totally. comes out of there is like when you listen to yourself and you're just quiet enough to allow things to be, it's like, it's insane. Like that process, yeah. you really find yeah. yourself. Yeah. I find that that's a, the common thread between, um, between us, between us as in like uh, people who've been divorced <laughs> is that we and whoever, whether it's the person causing it or the person who it was caused to is, you know, you just, you get the, an opportunity to create something new from scratch. So yeah. my question is with marriage, mm -hmm. like what does marriage mean now? <laughs> do i have to answer that <laughs> yes you definitely have to you, well, you don't have to do anything but it'd be nice I'm if joking. you did um marriage marriage <laughs> do you remember that um so it's it for me it's marriage is oh goodness right now it, it doesn't mean much to me and what I mean is, I feel like that piece of paper is is something the government, you know, likes to use to kind of control us in some way. Um, I don't think you have to be married to have, you know, a beautiful long-term relationship. You know, I think, and, you know, I could, I've, I've seen documentaries about how marriage was, in, you know, because of the Catholic Church and, you know, it, was, it wasn't like a thing before, you know, it's, there's so many cultures that have different ways that aren't marriage. And so for me, you know, marriage is, isn't a thing anymore. You know, I don't need to have the big wedding. I did, you know, it's, to me, it's really having a meaningful, nourished, cultivating relationship with my partner, whether it's, you know, however long, however long it's going to last or, you know, however long now that I'm present to what I need in a relationship. Like, I feel like this is, this is it. Like this is what the one's going to last forever till I die, you know? And so I guess everyone just sees marriage as, as different after two of them, you know, I don't, I'm not planning on getting married again. You know, I know that I don't need that piece of paper to be true and to be, committed to my partner so that's the short version <laughs> it's a good short it's a good short <laughs> um so we're getting down to we're getting down to the wire oh wow so let me ask you a question <laughs> removing your daughter right and we're going to take the second marriage because the first one that one's complete yeah would you do it all over again Removing my daughter. Would I be in a relationship that long again? Would you, yeah. Would you commit? Would you have done it? Now, re I say removing your daughter because it's like you'll always say yes because of the kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, let's say that, that your daughter wasn't a part of it, but the stuff that you learned, in order to learn it, you would have to go through it again. Yeah. Would you go through it? Absolutely. I would have left probably the five, like at the, before those five years, I probably would have left, you know, not let it last that long, right. you know, because of the, my daughter, because, you know, but that's also kind of like where I found myself even more so. So I would definitely, I would absolutely, I mean, we had some incredible, incredible times. And that's the thing. It's like in divorce, we forget that we forget all the beauty that happened in between then and the divorce. And it's almost like we're looking, like they say, 
you know, there's 10 things that are good and then there's one bad thing. And what do you focus on? The one bad thing. thing, Right. And so it's, I would absolutely do it again. I would absolutely marry him again. I would absolutely, you know, spend the years that we did together because I learned so much about myself and the woman I am now. I knew what kind of partner I didn't want and the partner I did want. Had I not had that, I wouldn't know any of those things and I would not be who I am today. So I, you know, I have no regrets in any of the things that have happened to me. I don't regret any of it. None of it. You know, they're all just opportunities to learn, you know, not, not mistakes, not, they're all opportunities where I learned something so beautiful and so valuable, you know, and he's such an incredible man. Like, you know, he's, he's a great person and he's, you know, a beautiful man. It's just, he's better as my friend and and my co-parent partner, (laughs) you know, so absolutely. All right. Now let's take you today. Mm -hmm. Right. And then let's take you back then. Right. You're about to go through a divorce. The first time. So you're going to equip and you have two minutes to travel back in time and talk to the talk to you. What would you say? So wait, let me let me just get this. So I'm, I'm going to be getting divorced the first time. Yeah, you're about to go through a divorce. You're literally right at the, the cusp. You just found out your six months are about to start. So you today gets to travel back in time and get and you okay. have two minutes to say whatever it is that you want to say. And your, your, your intention is to like, all right, what do you say to school this you so that this you is equipped? Wow. (laughs) Just two minutes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, what would I tell myself? Let's see. I would say, look for love inside yourself. because I feel that was so much of my journey is like really tap into who you are fully before getting into any kind of other friendships or relationships. So love, love who you are first, really love yourself. And you know, there's love yourself. And then there's like really fall in love with who you are because so much of my relationship, like I was searching, searching, searching for something that I had all along. And if I could know that then, Oh my God, like, (laughs) You know, um, we're always searching outside ourselves for happiness, for money, for, for whatever. And it's all within ourselves. Like we, like I mentioned, we are such incredible, powerful beings, you know, so love yourself and step into that power. You know, you create your reality, you, not anyone else. (laughs) So I think that's what I would say. Agreed. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's play a game. So okay. I'm going to say a word and then you are going to tell me the first word or the first thought that comes to your mind. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Love. Me. Play. Sex. Excited. <laughs> Adventures. Sex. Oh, God. Passion. Work. Purpose. Drive. Inspiration. Time. Attention. (laughs) Children. Teachers. Honor. 
Love. Messaging. Um, like messaging, you like get, just whatever. You get to um, interpret it however you like. Showing up. Integrity. Compassion. Narcissism. Figure your shit out. <laughs> and affinity. Okay, this is a really funny question. What exactly is the meaning of affinity? Do you know? You get to interpret it however you want. It's affinity. the your reaction to the word. Um, beautiful. And on that note, so we've had the pleasure of being with Nancy Benitez. Um, you will see all her information um, down below and you'll be able to track her down. But it, uh, it's manifest with Nancy on YouTube. And remember that she is a love and health coach. And if you have not been listening, shame on you because she has given us a wealth of information. So Nancy, thank you so much for being with us and for playing and for opening up doors and just letting thank us you. inside of your story. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. And thank you for doing this for all of us that are, you know, struggle within those first six months because it's not easy and this support is incredible. So thank you. It was such a pleasure. It was a pleasure to be with you. And for those of you, stay courageous, stay vulnerable. It makes a difference. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.